In today's world, everyone makes mistakes, but making them in retirement can be costly and should be avoided. Here are five of the most common blunders people can make, and we'll offer some suggestions on how to avoid them on today's show. Welcome to The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. Welcome into The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. My name is Chrissy Paradis, and I am in the studio with the one, the only, Chris Longworth. You might know him as The Money (laughs) Professor or The Wealth Defender or principal and founder of the Financial Education Group. I call him Chris. All the above. You can call him (laughs) at 800-719-719. Seven nine one seven. Again, that's eight hundred seven nineteen seventy nine seventeen. Chris, it's great to see you. Good morning. It it you know, happy weekend, everybody out right? there. And Chrissy, again, you look as wonderful as ever. Aww. Festive is on the holiday season, and uh, coming off a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving. And yes. you know, again, we have so much to be thankful for. And um, you know, we're just thankful to the listeners who call in and and listen to the show pass our information around. We're thankful for everyone who goes to the podcast and listen to our podcast. And to let everyone know, we are going to start a new service very soon, probably within the next couple of weeks. Um, Once a week, I will do a live podcast where you can touch me live online through YouTube. We'll have a YouTube channel set up where you can dial in and ask questions. And there I am for one hour during the week. So again, if you have that desire, let us know. We'll make sure you get on the list, send us an email, give us a call. We'll make sure that you uh, are not left out. So yeah, some new stuff coming Chrissy down the way for getting that information out and helping, you know, educate people and helping them learn some of the things they need to know to be able to make smart decisions about the Remember, it's being smart about your money. It's not being careless. It's not being frivolous. It's not being loose or it's not being, you know, it's being smart, laser focused about your money. And that's where you can get the greatest value for what you have or what you expect out of it. So sure. uh, And we're looking forward to that. It'll be a lot of fun. We talk on the show about proactive solutions and steps that folks can take in preparing for their financial future and saving for retirement. And today you're going to break down five potentially costly mistakes that folks should try to avoid on that journey to retirement. At all costs, yes. (laughs) And uh, let's start with mistake number one, thinking that you can beat the market. You know, here's the common one, thinking that you know something better than the industry and the marketplace. Somehow you somehow you magically have woke up one morning and and bingo, you've got it figured out. And (laughs) and I, you know, it just it it's it's a it's amazing that people can go to that place, but anyway, you know, just because you get lucky once or lucky twice, maybe even lucky three times, does not mean you are an expert of anything. So Um, Thinking about it in those terms is that you cannot escape the facts of the reality of the marketplace, and that is the purpose, what it was built for, and the risk that is involved. It is a 100% risk, 100% of the time investment. If you're okay with that, then again, it's not that it shouldn't be used. It should be used for a specific purpose. 
And if we, I'll, I'll throw one out there for you guys to look up. And this is, again, I, I don't let people Google things very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you Google this, you will find a one sentence response come back to you. And I simply want you to ask the question, why was the stock market built? You'll get a one sentence answer that is this, should be this anyway. The stock market was built and designed to monetize business growth. There's a period right there. It doesn't expand any further. It doesn't go on anymore. It doesn't explain anything further. It certainly does not say it was designed for retirement savings. It certainly does not say that you can grow your money safely here. It doesn't say anything about using it as a distribution tool for quality of life for the rest of your life. None of those things are built into that tool. It cannot guarantee any of that existence to happen. But yet, it's amazing to me that it's a very large piece of what people are trying to do. And this just points back to the predatory marketplace that people find themselves within. So here again, if you think you can beat the market, good luck with that. There, You will be hammered. Most people get crushed by it at one point in their life. And generally, and I don't know why this happens, Chrissy, but often, more than not, it's the year or two before you want to retire, there's going to be some major correction that happens and you're going to lose a major portion of that asset. And now it's a scramble. Sure. And and folks are concerned about the state of the economy right now. That seems to be a pretty common theme. So you definitely want to, to be working with a professional such as yourself to make sure that you're situated correctly, just in case there's of a market things, correction. Yeah, there's two things that you really have to understand. One is that foundation of knowledge first. So we're going to learn some basic truths about money. And then you're going to learn some basic truths about investing. And one is, like I said before, the market has one feature you cannot remove. 100% risk 100% of the time. Chrissy, let me read you. And to all the listeners out there, please, I'm going to read you the definition of risk. It is a noun and it is a verb. It can be used both ways. As a noun, it simply is the situation involving exposure to danger, period. Period. That's pretty pretty straight out. It means risk means you're exposed to danger. Now, the verb part of that means expose something, I love this one, or something valued to danger, harm, or loss. So risk truly means you're in danger of harm and loss. And that is the nature of the beast. So just remember that as you think about investing, as you think about your money, as you think about when someone says, well, it's a really low risk. There is, doesn't say here there's high, medium, low. It says risk is one word. And that is the definition. You're exposing yourself to danger, harm, or loss. So Let's be thoughtful, folks. Let's be reasonable. Let's be logical about what are we doing with our money? Are we investing for a specific purpose? Then let's use a financial strategy that is totally geared and designed and architect to fulfill that purpose. You get a much better result. And this is where understanding number two and some of these other ones. So number two means keeping all your money. I'm going to move to cash, Chris. I'm going to put it all under the bed. Put it in the mattress, yeah. right? Put it in the uh, flower <laughs> pot. Going to dig a hole in the dig a hole in the backyard. We're going to bury it in the backyard. At least I know I got it. <laughs> well, I can get behind that idea of wanting safety. I, I love the idea that people want to be safe. I can honestly say that my grandparents, I, I know that when they passed away, 
they used to tell me and others that they were burying money in the yard. Everyone used to laugh and joke. And I wasn't laughing and sure. joking. Sure. And it, they never would. When when grandma passed away, she was the last one alive. When she passed away, they sold everything, sold the house. They never would let me go in because I was going to dig up the yard. I knew right where it was. <laughs> you knew. She had a chicken coop and she said, look, I buried a can underneath that chicken coop. Don't forget that. Oh, <laughs> well, it sounds like they they were prepared. They... It's old. It was the old school way, right? It was yeah. the old school way is that if you want to protect yourself, you keep it yourself. Well, that just doesn't really fly today with, you know, inflation and rising costs and keeping up with the value of things. You really need to have your money in a safe investment like we talk about. Accumulation is the basic need. We have to be able to accumulate. It has to be able to grow. And then preservation. I don't want to lose a dime. So I need preservation value. So it it protects me, preserves me. That's what the wealth defender is all about. Mm -hmm. Preservation of assets. And then ultimately when I want to use it, I need different ways that I can use that that is flexible and accommodates my lifestyle. And that's what distribution options will give you. So looking at these different instruments, fixed indexed annuities are designed and architected by this very same three position accumulation, preservation, and then ultimately multiple ways for distribution. It is the very best way to grow your money safely and have all of these things here that you still want. Market growth, you got it. You want to feel like you're safe, money's not at risk, you got that. How about number three, spreading it out. I've talked to a lot of folks that says, yeah, Chris, we've got three or four different banks. They lose track, literally. Well, is it three or is it four? Well, I don't know. I have to look it up. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's not good. I mean, that's not good. When you're starting to get spread out because you think that's safety, well, the danger there is you get spread too thin, you start to lose track, and now you may be adding fees that are compounding. You know, there is no no such thing as a free lunch in this world. Remember Tin Stoffel. Of course. And all of those accounts have a cost to them. And so the more you have, the more you raise that cost. It's not really smart. I prefer the the condensing down of monies. I like my investments to be in, you know, two places, maybe three max. But um, you want to have that that condensation of of assets so that it's easy to keep track. You minimize your cost. You maximize your growth, right? Because if you're getting compounding interest on your growth, you definitely want to have that to be your the most amount of money in there so that you can have the largest return of interest. Make sense? Absolutely. How about this one? Steering too clear of your savings. Um, this is one that, you know, again, we, we want to encourage. You need to have uh, emergency money at the bank. Your savings should be one of those things that is the consumable part. So if the refrigerator blows up, that's where we're going to go to my emergency fund. At the end of life, or I should say later in life, as we get older, if that account becomes too large, Spend it. Sure. <laughs> Use it. I know there's a way to build this, and I do it all the time where we can build it to where you maintain your quality of life. And those folks will have a beautiful blessing that you'll leave behind for them. You can do it both in a well built and well designed plan. Call 800 719 7917. Again, that number 800 719 7917. We have folks standing by. And they can get you on the calendar. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. 
Chris, we're going to take a short break. What do you have in store for us on the other side? Chrissy, for many, retirement is a time to travel, spend time with the grandkids, or go hit the links on the golf course. When we come back, we'll explore why it might be a good time to start a business in your retirement. Stick around, folks. Money Professor with Chris Longworth. My name is Chrissy Paradis, and I'm in the studio with the Money Professor, the Wealth Defender, Principal at the Financial Education Group, a gentleman with years and years of experience <laughs> helping folks as a financial educator. He's having fun, man. His name helping is many. Chris, and you might recognize his name from one of the many publications that he has been featured in for his financial planning expertise from NerdWallet, Business Insider, NASDAQ, Authority, U.S. News, Lower My Bills, Who's Who Wall Street Journal. in America, Wall Street Journal, Chris yeah. Longworth, his name is all over the place. And it's because you offer such practical advice. But if anybody would like to sit down one-on-one -on -one with Chris about their own situations, their own circumstances, yep. all you have to do is pick up the phone and call to set up that complimentary review, 800-719-7917. Again, that's 800-719-7917. You can also head over to wealthdefender.com. And Chris, we you mentioned before the break that retirement sometimes could be a good time for folks to embark on an entrepreneurial dream and and maybe start a business. You know, it can be. It, it may, for, for many, it gives purpose to the retirement. Remember, retirement doesn't mean you stop living. I mean, retirement means you now get to choose what happens every day in your life. Mm -hmm. And if you are blessed with, with a higher income, then you certainly are going to be looking for deductions of any kind that you can add and to your life and, and reduce taxes in any way possible on that income. And owning a business uh, is a great way to do that. Um, there are many who retire into small businesses and there's lots of different ways that you could make that you know work for you. It depends on what your expertise is, depends on what your passion is, but there are online businesses, there are offline businesses, there are brick and mortars. I mean, there are things you can do in your retirement to give you plenty of opportunity to live and enjoy and, and move forward in life and still have, you know, meaning and something to do and not just get bored by sitting in a chair, right? Sure. So some of that is going to be driven by our feeling as a community of people, the, you know, the economy is us. We are the economy out here in this world. And I track a lot of, of that by watching several different uh, information sources. Some of them are, you know, great advisors. Some of them are real sharp economists. Uh, some of them um, are just basically, you know, people that really monitor and measure what's happening in our economy by the numbers. And so uh, this last week, uh, I was listening to one of the shows that uh, Fox Morning, Fox Morning News, and Julie Banderas had a guest on. Uh, his name was Gene Marks, and they were talking about the economy we're existing in right now, some of the challenges that people are running into. Those challenges we're going to listen to right now, 
that's really what you have to overcome to be able to take that next step and thrive through this economy that we're in. So let's listen to what Julie had to say about this, and then we'll talk about that, and then we'll listen to what Gene had to say. Well, a Fox News poll actually asked people what they thought of the condition of the economy, and uh, excellent or good, only 20% of voters actually believe that our economy is doing well, okay? So that's 20%. 78% saying only fair or poor. 78%. That is a huge sloth of this country, sloth of this country that the Biden administration seems to be ignoring. Interesting. That's a, Isn't big, it, that's a big number, but it feels on par. It is. It's the pressure we're feeling as individuals trying to exist in this marketplace, in this world, in this economy. And that's that's the truth. There's about 80% of people that we talk to are feeling that pressure that it's not working for them. They feel like it's either stagnant or they're going backwards. They're really not happy. And this is my point to push through. This is the perfect time if you are within two years of your retirement or if you are retiring in this environment. This is what makes it so critical to understand what are your options? What can you do? How can you take action to minimize that effect upon you that the economy is going through? And so again, starting a business may be a great way to find a niche that is needed, fill that niche, and you have now created uh, an opportunity for yourself to serve others' needs and be able to make a buck or two in that service. So it's a great thing to think about. And you know, it's something that we encourage regularly and we're willing to, again, coach you through it, help you through it. I have helped many people start small businesses, uh, medium size and large businesses as well throughout my career and um, am very willing to help anyone who has questions in that direction. You know, just let us know and we're more, more than willing to jump in there with you folks. So if that's one of the questions you have of how you can set that up, we'll show you how it's easily done. And then take advantage of your work history, right? What, think about all the experience that you've accumulated. If you've been, you know, one of those that have worked in an industry for 30, 40 years or more, you've got a wealth of knowledge baked in the whatever you were doing, right? Right. How about others that could share that? Open up a YouTube channel, just like we're doing, and monetize that by offering services that will keep you engaged, keep you active, keep you happy, create cash flow for yourself. And now, again, you've created another opportunity to get ahead of this, this economy and the inflation that we're dealing with by creating more cash flow for yourself. So it's not about just trying to suffer your way through it, folks. It's about finding a way to work through it, finding a way to thrive through the current economy. And that's by taking action, developing the idea, and then taking actionable steps to bring it to life. And we're more than willing to help you do that. So again, how about this one? If you have established your finances, if you, if you have it well-defined and everything is in perfect order, then you've got flexibility, guys. You've got room to breathe. So that is definitely something that, that you want to be thinking about. Um, but you also want to be thinking about the savings that you have. If you think you're okay, I'm probably going to take a look at it and say you're not. Sure. <laughs> It's, it's always there's a chink in the armor somewhere, and we usually find it in that emergency savings fund. In fact, last week, talking to a new client, and we transferred a couple accounts for her, and one account, an inherited account, as a matter of fact, um, was uh, you know about 45000 
She had no emergency funds to speak of, six or $7,000 in the bank, and that's just simply not enough. So what we advised her to do, because of the new rules of distribution, it is an inherited account. She must liquidate the account within a 10-year period. So we advised her to accelerate that liquidation, take those dollars, claim it as income, pay your taxes, put it in the emergency fund. Now she's going to have over $40,000. Wow. Uh, actually, after taxes, she'll have over $38,000. Uh, of emergency money in the bank at her fingertips, that brings peace of mind. So now she's feeling a whole lot more confident about her future. Absolutely. So there's just a couple of different ways that you can make, take action, take advantage of a situation, put it into your favor and bring yourself some peace of mind. How about this one? Do you have like a niche, a niche type experience? Do you know something that absolutely nobody else knows? Do you have a talent that is rare and nobody else has this talent? Do you have an ability that is unique? Those are the things that you can employ to create that home business. So it's, it's always think of this way. We're living in a service world, folks. To all the listeners out there, we are in a service economy. Our economy has changed from a manufacturing economy to a service economy. And it did that about 30 years ago. It made that transition, and over the last 25 years, it's been transitioning very quickly. We are now living in a service-based economy, so take advantage of that. Understand what service really means. If you can use that to your advantage, now you get to, again, create something that will be fun. It'll give you purpose. It'll give you meaning. It'll fulfill your passion, right? If you have passion about something, Chrissy, what do you always hear me say? Find a way to monetize that passion and you will never have a hard job ever again, right? Yes. So it's just learning how to do these things. Stay focused on certain aspects. Explore the idea. It is very much worth your effort to look at these things and say, how can I make this work in my life, in my retirement, in my plans? And if you're running into blocks or you're running into stumbling, Folks, this is why we're here. Give us a call. We are more than happy to sit down and help you line this thing out. And again, it's about building actionable steps that you can take that will give you a known result. That's where planning in general really is rooted. So it doesn't matter whether it's business planning, retirement planning, or income planning. All of them need and have a, a very specific requirement for procedure. Remember, at the end of the day, it's about following the correct procedure, following the specific and proper order of things. That's what's going to give you the best result at the end of the day, folks. And well, again, we're happy to help out in any way. So if you have questions, Chrissy's going to whip a number out for you. Give us a call. Do it right now. Rebecca's waiting for you. Give us a call. We'll get you on the calendar. And I promise anyone who calls in this week will get on my calendar for this week. We're always going to hold open some spots just for those listeners. So do it now. Make a note. Give us a call. Send us an email. We'll get you on for this week, folks. Look forward to it. That number, 800-719-7917. Again, that's 800-719-7917. And, of course, no cost, no obligation, and no pressure. You could also check out Wealth defender.com. Chris, we are going to take a short break. What do you have in store for us when we come back? Well, Chrissy, getting to retirement is a journey with plenty of twists and turns. We'll show you how to tackle some of these areas that you may not have thought about, but should be thinking about. Stick around, folks. Details coming right up.
on The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. My name is Chrissy Paradis, and I am happy as can be because I am in the studio we're with my fun. buddy. Yes, we're both, we both have the Chris in common. There you go. And we have a lot more in common too. We've been doing this show for, gosh, yeah, a, a long time couple years. together. A couple of years now. And yeah. I, I love it. I learned something new every day. Chris Longworth, of course, principal at the Financial Education Group. He is the money professor and the wealth defender. And he has years and years and years of experience helping folks as a financial educator. And Chris is kind enough to have opened a few spots on his calendar so Every listeners week. of the program can call, set up a time to sit down with Chris, come in, or set up a yep. time on Zoom and have a conversation about their situation, their circumstances as it pertains to their finances at no cost or obligation. And Chris, with the holidays coming up, I can't think of any better gift to give oneself than that that candid conversation and financial tune-up, if you will. And if you would like to set up a time to sit down with Chris, you can call right now. Rebecca is standing by. 800-719-7917 is that number. Again, that's 800-719-7917. Chris, we had a little talk during the break that yeah. I think that was interesting that we are definitely going to circle back to uh, in this segment, but we we have to first, I guess, uh, finish out a little bit of what we talked about in the last segment, round well, it out. You here. know, it's, it's about really understanding, again, the economy we're in and the feeling that everyone is, is expressing as a, as a community of, of people that we're all, I mean, our neighbors, our friends, our family, our business associates, everything that is affected by our economy and remembering, like I said in our last show last week, the people in control of all of this is Congress. So remember this, folks. Congress is the one that controls everything that we're feeling right now, the pressure economy-wise, financially, all these rules that are being thrown at us uh, is directed and built simply by Congress. So if we're not happy, we need to think about that and then understand what that means and how we can exercise our vote in a better way. But because of what's happening and the the effect on the economy and the tightness that we're in, Gene Marks has a great perspective. He's a business consultant, and this guy's an expert. Um, and so, again, I like his perspective on what he thinks is pressurizing the economy. And, again, it's it's what – if we understand what's happening, now we can figure out and navigate ways around it, through it, or minimize the effect upon us. So let's understand and let's listen to what Gene has to say and his perspective on this. It's just a credibility issue, Julie. You know, everyone, when I think about, you have such a great answer. You can be like, we had a once in a lifetime, once in a hundred year global pandemic that interrupts supply chains and had an impact on prices. You know, even though the fact that a lot of these increases have to do with, you know, Biden's spending, you know, legislation, you could still come up with a narrative saying that, you know, a lot of these price increases were due to some circumstances out of our control. We did make some mistakes, you know, but it's like it's being ignored. You know, you know what I think? There's others that they keep, they keep tweeting out about the number 
number of jobs that the Biden administration has created since it took office. And remember, they took office in the midst of, a, you know, the end of a pandemic when there were just tens of millions of people unemployed. So every job being added back was just, you know, jobs that came back from the pandemic. But the president's taking credit as if he created those jobs. And mm -hmm. I think the American people, like, look at that stuff and they just shake their hand and say, that just makes no sense to me. Wow. A lot to unpack there. Chris, well, break it and, down. And there we have it. It's what we've witnessed over the last three years. I'm going to ask the simple question to everyone listening to you, Chrissy, sitting here in front of me. Does the last three years make any sense to you whatsoever? The things that have happened, no. the, the actions taken against us and upon us, the restrictions put on us, the resulting negative effect upon everyone. I, I'm struggling to find the the reasonable point of view that yeah, the would logic say, or... where, where is the logic? There's I mean, none. it's not logical. It's not reasonable. Nothing is. And I think like he, like Gene said, I think America as a whole, 80% of people are putting their hand up and saying, hey, you know, this ain't making, this ain't working. This is just not working out anymore. And they, they're giving them the stiff hand, you know, yeah. talk to the hand kind of yeah, attitude that right Henry now. Yeah, Henry stiff arm. I'm telling you, it's, it's something true. where if we look at it as a as a group of folks that are trying to exist in this economy where we're trying to to provide quality of life for our family, for our self, trying to, you know, build some kind of security in our life so that we can have a reasonable look going forward and have some kind of expectation to enjoy in in later life as a retiree. Uh, these of the things that we have to, you know, figure out how do we how do we achieve these goals? And right. a lot of what we're looking at now is that younger generation is struggling with this very concept. They're the ones that are being most affected by what we just heard, and that is the the Gen Zers. The Gen Z folks are really the ones that I think are going to be the most detrimentally affected for one reason alone is that they're trapped in this in what we can call this this digital world. Oh, I mean, absolutely. they literally are stuck in this. And I, I watched a report yesterday morning about the very topic that I think it was like 94 or 95 percent of the Gen Zers that were interviewed said that they only use texting or emails for communication. Oh, they are absolutely God. uncomfortable in verbal communications mm -hmm. and avoid verbal communications at all costs. You're Think right. about that. I just said 94 plus percent, 94, yeah. that's millions of people are avoiding physical conversations because they don't simply know how. You know, it's interesting. I'm going to self uh, incriminate or self identify. My, like, I am not a <laughs> Gen Zer, I am a, uh, a millennial. Yeah. I believe. I think that's but how still. it's classified. But I do know that, that my, I look at my, nieces and nephews who are there in that go. Gen Z and yeah. they are texters. They are Snapchatters. That is how they communicate. And I, I calibrate right to meet that, that expectation. It's easier for them, but it is true. And when it comes to the financial planning piece, there are a lot of advancements that I guess, thanks to the internet and computers and our phones, we can benefit from. Well, there is some advancements that I will say that I, again, I encourage the knowledge factor. So anything right. that gets people to think about it more deeply and more precisely, like I am podcasts? going to encourage. 
like yours podcasts <laughs> like mine if you again if you're a podcaster go find the money professor um, is on every podcast service out there and soon to be a live channel on youtube as well within the next few weeks so we'll let you know when that happens folks but uh, again it's something we're getting information about you know, basic facts. Just remember, it's about the fundamentals. It's going back to what is the basic foundation that you really have to understand. And that is part of understanding what type of equipment you need to be possessing, what type of support you need to have, um, what kind of security you need to be looking for. Um, you know, if you're old enough and your income challenge, do you qualify for governmental benefits? Uh, Social Security, how is that going to factor into your plan? All of these things that people need to be thinking about. How is Medicare going to work for you? And, and how is that going to look? Um, all of these things are part of what people need to be thinking about when we talk about an overall view of a retirement plan. It's just not about the money, folks. It's about so many other things that factor into your quality of life. What it is about is your quality of life. That's sure. what I want you to be thinking about, right? But on the flip um, side of the coin, uh, I guess, you know, at this, I don't want to discount all of the advancements as brilliant because there's certainly those. What you don't, Chrissy, what you don't want to do. I'm telling you, you don't want to ask AI for any advice because exactly. as we've talked about on previous shows, what was it? 65% of the time AI gave the wrong advice when wow. it came to income distribution or tax questions, they advised incorrectly. So yeah, just don't, don't do that. And so you don't want to head over to have, TikTok for your financial Well, that's what advice. we're here for. You, know, right. you don't want to go to the local the local bar and say, yeah, I, you know, I talked to the bartender and he <laughs> said this. I mean, or it's just craziness. Exactly. But give right us a call. Channels. That's what we're here for. I mean, we'll, we'll help you understand the truth and facts. And that way you'll now have the ability to be laser focused on what you're trying to achieve. Because remember, if you want to have good results, you have got to take action. It's not going to happen on its own. And that action is you getting some education and then being willing to take steps. It all comes down to that piece right there. Being willing to learn and then be willing to implement what you have learned. That's how you can better your situation, no matter what it is. doesn't matter whether it's financial planning, retirement planning, retirement income. All of it falls under that same planning requirement is that business planning as well. You must understand a few basics. You must build actionable steps that you can take. You must be willing to then take action upon those things that you have constructed and then follow them through and you have a great result at the very end. So it's just a few things you want to be, you know, considering, right? And keeping in mind that, you know, your financial life and all the things that affect that, you want to be mindful of certain aspects. So one of those planning aspects is making sure that you have good documentation. Document your life well, your will, your trust, all those documents you want to have in a very safe place. So we call vault your documents, right? Get them in a safe place. Put them in a vault if you can. If you have one at home, great. Go to the bank, get a safety deposit box. But make sure that that those important things are really well protected uh, because God knows what could happen. The house burns down. They all go up in flames. Now you're in trouble, right? Right. How about just making sure that you have all of the ducks in a row when it comes to not just your personal, but 
your how about the security in your life? We it's isn't it crazy, Chrissy, that we have to now talk about having security in our life when it comes to our online access, our banking, and everything else. You really want to make sure that you're using the very best programs to protect yourself. And then remember, scammers are abound out there. Don't fall prey to any scam. If you have questions, call the agency directly that you're being messaged from whether it's, you know, social security, whether it's IRS, and those are the two biggest scammers is social security and IRS, Mm -hmm. call them directly. They'll tell you whether they need you or not. And don't fall prey to giving your information to anyone over the phone or online. It's just, you just have to be so careful. It's crazy that we have to do that, but you really do. Right. So that's one of the things, those are the short list of things that, that people need to be thinking about to get a good plan of action together and be able to make sure that it it happens. Right. Uh, yeah. And with the IRS and SSA, they they have all the information that they need to contact do. you. You don't. They do. It, it, so it's good to get yeah. a second opinion or get advice from a professional such as yourself, Chris, if something seems at all shady. Just call, folks. And it's yep. all truth and facts with Chris, all solutions and common sense. No sales pitch. Yep. Just that yep. complimentary. It's logic. Yep. Plain mathematics and logic is what we use, folks. Literally, that is our, our our mathematical formulas and the logic we put behind them. That is what drives the results that we get, and uh, you can sure tell by the, the our clients are extremely happy. <laughs> and you can call right now and set up a time to sit down and talk with Chris about your situation, your circumstances. 800-719-7917. Again, that's eight hundred seven nineteen. 7917. And Chris, we are going to take a short break, but when we come back, you know what time it is. It's the end of the hour, and I tell you, it goes so fast. And so we've got the questions from listeners coming right up. Stick around, folks. This is going to be good. Welcome back to The Money Professor with Chris Longworth. My name is Chrissy Paradis, and in the studio with me is The Money Professor himself, Chris Longworth. He's also principal at the Financial Education Group, has years and years of experience as a financial educator, helping folks prepare for retirement, helping folks plan for their financial future. He's also the wealth defender and can show you how that wealth defender strategy can be put to work for you and you your money can be put to work for you. And Chris, I think it's a good time to do an update on the wealth defender. You know, the year to date, like I said, we have tens of millions of dollars being protected under the wealth defender strategies. And there are a few and not one dime has been lost to this volatility. Everyone has every penny that they started with. And if you like that idea, folks, again, it's not magic and it certainly is not too good to be true, but I can certainly show you how it works. So give us a call. We'll be happy to see how this Wealth Defender strategy could be applied to you and see how it could work for you. And that number, 800-719-7917. Again, that's 800-719-7917. And you can call in, set up a time to sit down with Chris and ask any and all questions you might have. And that's exactly what the following folks decided to do as we have several questions to get to this week from listeners, starting with Jenny in Seattle. 
my company matches my 401k contributions, but they do it in the form of company stock. I'm not that excited <clears throat> about owning a lot of company stock, but I also don't want to miss out on any matching funds. Should I still try to put in as much as I can? Jenny, I like this question, and uh, this one is is really an interesting question. Um, it's it's one that I run into often, especially with the Microsoft and Amazon employees that are abound in in our area, and that their bonuses often are stock based. There is a couple of options here that that you'll be happy to know that it's not a bad thing that they're giving you these stocks. Now, if the stock's not performing, that's a different topic that we can talk about. But receiving them as as your bonus or your contribution piece is not a bad idea because at 59 and a half, you get to use the NUA, the net unrealized appreciation option. And now you'll be able to access the value in those stocks. And the only taxable liability you will have is long-term capital gains tax, which as we talk about often is the lowest amount of tax currently in the tax cycle. So it may be very beneficial to leave it the way it is. And then when it's time to use it, we can convert those funds into a better vehicle and in doing so not create a large taxable liability for yourself. So Jenny, we'll go through this in at your meeting. We'll get you some of the details of, of how you can uh, keep funding the program with your own assets. They'll go a different way. And at the very end of your career, you will have uh, amassed a nice amount that we can roll out for you. And then uh, again, we'll put it into that personal pension piece that we talk about and you'll be set for life. So well, well done, Jenny. We're, we'll talk about it. The number to call with questions for Chris Longworth, 800-719-7917. <laughs> Next up, Lillian in Seattle asks, Chris, I don't have a retirement plan through an employer. What is the best way I can save money and lower my taxes? Well, Lillian, this is a good question as well. And and we're going to have a great conversation at your meeting about, again, what is the need here? What's the true need? If we're making so much money that we need to lower taxes, then using the deferred programs like we talked about, a traditional IRA Uh, might be the best way to get a tax break in the year that you are living because you can make a contribution. You can take that contribution right off the top of your income that will lower your taxable amount by that chunk of money. So there is a way to get a break. We'll show you how it works, Lillian. Um, But my question would be, maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe it's it's better to pay the taxes today, put the money away, let it grow tax-free or tax-favored, that gets you a much bigger result when you go to use the money, Lillian. So let's talk about it. We'll show you some some great options here. We'll do an income report with you, and we'll show you exactly how it could work for you. Next up, we're headed to Olympia for Steve's question. I'm 65, and I'll be retiring early next year. I have about $150,000 in my Roth IRA and about $450,000 in my 401k. Does it matter which one I start taking money from first? Or should I Ah. just take some from each? Steve, I like this question. Again, this is a distribution question. So the real question is going to be, what do we need to distribute first and how much? 
of that. And we're always going to be of the mindset that you use your money at risk first, and that is the 401k. We'll show you how you can take that, roll it into a fixed indexed account that would give you uh, better distribution options, better protection, great accumulation, and give you that preservation that we really need to have there. And then that's going to be the first one you use because of its taxable liability. So we're going to have our largest amount of taxable liability is going to be there because it's the largest amount. That's the one you want to start consuming first to get rid of those taxes early on in your life when they are the lowest amount. And if they rise in the future, well, at least you've gotten this much out ahead of time at the better tax rate, if that makes sense. So knowing that you know the whole amount is taxable, you want to consume the taxable dollars first so that you can pay the lowest amount of taxes that we're currently experiencing right now. And again, Steve, we'll show you how this works on paper. We'll do the income report with you and we'll show you how you can take advantage of that. And you can get your very own income report. Sit down with Chris Longworth. <clears throat> no cost, no obligation. Just call 800-719-7917. Again, that's 800-719-7917. Chris, we are headed to Tacoma next for Jose's question. Is it wise or unwise to start planning how I'll handle the inheritance that I'll get when my mother passes away? Now... She is in her late 80s and in declining health, and I expect to get a substantial amount when she passes, so I certainly don't want to ask her what I can expect to get, but I do want to be able to start planning. How do you advise people on situations like this? Jose, this is, (laughs) believe it or not, this is a a very common question that comes to us, Um, and again, it's something that you have to handle very carefully. Hopefully, mom has some some plan in place for that passage of assets that will at least describe what is the asset. Is it real estate? Is it savings? Is it an IRA? Um, Is it some other asset? That would give you the best clue as to what kind of planning you can try to get ahead of. If it's going to be, you know, money, investments and cash and things that get passed all by all means now is the time to start learning what is your options maybe even setting up accounts that you could receive these dollars when it's time to make that transition really smooth and easy for yourself Uh, jose this is a really good question and and there's going to be a few other questions that we have to dial in on just to be able to you know get that that planning procedure in place and What do you do? When do you do it? That type of thing. What has to happen first? What's the next step? And so on and so forth. And we're happy to go through that with you at your meeting, Jose. And I think that uh, you're going to learn a lot. And then again, we can certainly help you get those plans organized and in place. And um, hopefully mom lives a long, a long, healthy life. She recovers sure. well. And let's, let's pray that she, you know, lasts out, outlasts us all is my goal for all of them. But absolutely, eventually we know that at the end of the day, a well-built plan will make that transition so much smoother and easier. That number, 800-719-7917 with questions for Chris Longworth. We are going to round things out in Redmond with Zachary's question for you. Chris, I'm being forced into an early retirement at 57 from my job with the state. I'll have my pension, but that alone won't be enough to live on. Do I need to find another job since I'm too young for Social Security or to withdraw from my IRAs? Oh, Zachary, um, you know, 
That's a great question. That is a great question. First, I want to know, did you have any deferred compensation programs with your state plan? Most state plans give you deferred compensation options within that. One of the unique features of a deferred comp plan through the state is access if you retire early, and that's what you're doing. And so some plans, if that if you do have one, they do allow access at the age of 55 on retirement. So we'll have to see if you have any of those in place. If you do, then certainly there. That's where you're going to go get to that deferred comp plan, start using those dollars. Otherwise, um, we can certainly talk about what you can do. Like we talked about earlier in the show, maybe it's time to create a business. Maybe start a side business. You know, start something that you can look forward to on your own. And then the pressure is less. There is no pressure to retire. If you're having fun, you can continue on. So I like this, Zachary. This is going to be a good question. We'll dive into it with you. Let's find out what your, what your passions are, what you like, what you don't like, what you want to do, what you don't want to do. Maybe, like I say, we can help you dial in on a, a plan that will allow you to start a, a side business at home, transition over nice and smooth and easy continue your quality of life and not not miss a beat. So we're going to love that conversation. Look forward to it, Zach. Thank you to all of the callers who have called in this week and keep those questions coming for Chris. All you have Please. to do is call 800-719-7917. Again, that's 800-719-7917. You could also no. check Chris out online at wealthdefender.com yeah. and Chris Time flies when you're having fun as we are approaching the end of the show. But of course, I want to hear your final thoughts before we head out. Well, Chrissy, as always, I, you know, thank you for, for this last couple of years. We're just so thankful. It's that time of year to look back and reflect. And then also it's a great time of year to look forward and plan early. So that's what we're going to say here at the end of this show today, folks. Let's start looking forward. Let's look into next year. And let's start building a plans of action that we can take that will move the ball forward for our finances. And let's be proactive. So enjoy the weekend, folks. Again, happy holidays to everybody. And we'll see you next week. Chris Longworth is a certified financial education instructor and provides general information, not individually targeted, personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Chris Longworth is a licensed insurance agent in life and health products in 22 states. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through the Financial Education Group. By contacting the Financial Education Group, you may be provided with information regarding the purchase of insurance products.